This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening, Rabbi Yisai, We're continuing in Dafa Shavua. We're learning Mesachas Yivamais, Parak Mitzvahs Chalitza. We're learning all about shoes and feet and club feet and all kinds of other deformities and interesting shoes. And we just learned about somebody who is a Mitzvah, he has Tzaras on his shoes. And now we got to burn the shoe. So the Gemara said that if you got to burn the shoe, so the shoe is considered like it's burnt, you can't use it for chalitza. Aye, but the halacha is, it's metame. So why is it metame? Um, so the Gemara said that even if a shoe is mukhlat, nevertheless we, it's metame. Because it says, V'saraf es habeged, that even while you burn it, it's called a, a beged. Even though you have to burn it, it's a beged. I learn out from it for chalitza, that even if you have to burn the shoe, it's a valid shoe. The Gemara says, nah, you can't learn out, it's from Tuma. That's where the Gemara ended as of last week. Comes this week, Amarava, Hilchasa, Nalach is Echad, Sandaha, Muskar, whether shoe that's a that has saras, that you have to confine it. Vechat sandal shem Or a shoe that has definitive saras, vechat sandal shavaz kechavim, or a shoe of avoidazara. Now what does it mean of avoidazara? It means it was put on an avoidazara. Rashi says, shenoyal moisai, letzelem beraglav. They put... They put the shoe on the Avodah They were taking the Avodah from place to place. Hayitachin, the Avodah is going to go from, one, from point A to point B. He's not wearing shoes. So you put it on Avodah The halacha is, Loitachletz, you should not do chalitza, v'yim chalitza. And if you did, if it did chalitza, chalitzasa, k'shera, the chalitza is kosher. The chalitza is kosher. Now why? But we just said that if you're definitely going to burn it, it's not a good chalitza because it's considered like it's burnt. I learn out from Tumah. No, you can't learn out. It's from Tumah. Clearly this Gemara is saying, is doing an about face and saying, you could learn out. It's from Tumah. Rava is doing an about face. However, shel that if it was a shoe that was literally brought as Avoidazara, in other words, that you were makriv the animal for Avodah or you gave it to the Avodah as a gift, and Takroivis Avodah Rashi says, you can never be Mavatel. Now, here's the thing. A Jew who owns Avodah um cannot be Mavatel Avodah However, a guy that has Avodah he could be Mavatel it. The only thing is, once... It was brought for once it became takroivus avodazara. It cannot be brought. It cannot be uh, become batal. So takroivus avodzkechavim. If the leather was brought as a matana for avodazara, then there's no way around it, and it's considered like uh, the shear is already diminished. Now the question would be: So why buy saras? If a uh, shoe has saras, why there do we say that it is a shoe, even though you have to destroy it? And by avodah zara, we say 
that it's not a shul. Apparently, when it comes to tzaras, we learn out um, tuma. We learn out tuma to iser. That if uh, just like if it's a shoe that has tzaras, it's metame. So a shoe that has tzaras, you could use it for chalitza. But if you have to burn it, then it's considered burnt. Or a vishalir hanidachas. If it's a shoe of a city that the majority of the city served. Um, Avodah and everything in the city you have to destroy Beish, Vishal Zokin or let's say a shoe was made for an old guy to wear at his uh, showing at his at his funeral. You know, how's the old man gonna look if he's not if he's shoeless at the Levaya? You, you want him to be looking good at his Levaya. We know anything that's designated for a mace is Asr Bahana. Um Loy Tachloitz. So a shoe of an old man, you should not use for chalitza. So if you did it for chal- if you use it for chalitza, it's a pasul chalitza. Amalei Ravina Ravashi. Ravina says Ravashi. Maishna zokein haasli lechvade de lav lehilucha avid. Why is it that a shoe made for an old man, which is not made for walking on, a shoe made for an old man, which is not made for walking on, it's made for a de- a decorative, so it cannot be used for chalitza, so the shoe of the bezin is also not meant for walking on, it's only meant for chalitza. It's basically decorative. Once in a while, people come to court, the woman needs to be free to marry Lashuk, so they put the shoe on the guy, but it's not like, he's not gonna, he's not running uh, the 40 yard dash in these shoes, he's not, he's not going uh, dancing in the shoes, it's just decorative. So Gemara says, no, Amarle. So Ravashi said, "Ravino ilu maski beishlucha de beidina mi kapet aleidina." What does that mean? If let's say the shliach of the bezdin walked in it, would bezdin be makbed? In other words, who's to say it's not for walking? It's not like it's designated as a symbolic thing. It's a shoe. It's a shoe to wear. It's just. You know, it's not like anyone in the business has anywhere to go, but it's a shoe to wear like any other shoe. There are those, uh, because of that, there's uh, a hakpada that the Yavim should walk in the shoe a little bit. But it's a shoe for walking, it's just, they have nowhere to go. But as opposed to the shoe for the guy who's dead, that's not a shoe for walking. You wouldn't say it's a shoe for walking, it just has nowhere to go. It's a decorative item. Says the Mishnah, Let's say you did chalitza at night. Chalitza sukshir, it's a kosher chalitza. Rabbi Lazar Pasha, Rabbi Lazar said, no, it ain't good, you can't do chalitza at night. Bismoyal, a left shoe. Chalitza psula, it's a puzzle. Chalitza, Rabbi Lazar Machshir. Rabbi Lazar says it's good. Now, what's this machlok is based on? Whether you could do chalitza at night or not. Shall we say they argue about the following? It says in the pasuk, no wrong pasuk. It's pasuk gimel. It's one man the armor holds, we compare a riv to nega. It says, Kol riv, 
v'chol nega. A riv is a monetary dispute. And there's a comparison between monetary disputes and negoim of tzaras. Now we know that just like tzaras can only be examined during the day, so marsav armakshin rivim lenegoim. The Tanakama, Rebbe Lezer says, we compare a riv monetary cases to nega. Just like nega is only during the day, monetary cases are only during the day. And therefore Rebbe Lezer says it's possible. That we don't compare Riv to Nega. So Gemara says, is really that the Machlaikis? I mean, isn't it clear that there is a Hekish between Riv and Nega? It says, Ko Riv v'chol Nega. Why would we not compare it? Says Gemara, Just the opposite. Really, everyone holds that they're, uh, they're not compared. Everyone holds that we don't compare Riv to Nega. Why? Because if we're going to compare monet now, why is chalitza monetary? Because once a woman has chalitza, she could collect tiksuba. Once she has chalitza from the Yavam, she could collect tiksuba from the Baal. So it's really a monetary um, adjudication. So that's why perhaps we would compare Riv to Nega. Says Gemara, it's not so. Everyone holds, we do not compare Riv to Nega. Why? If you're going to compare Chalitza as a monetary case to Nega, Afilu Gmar Din Belayla Namiloi. Then you shouldn't be able to do a Gmar Din during the night either. If you're going to start comparing monetary law to Nega, we know that Allah is by monetary law, you're, you're now to start the, the monetary case during the day, uh, during the night, but you could finish it at night. And if you're going to compare monetary law to nega, you should not be able to do anything of a monetary case at night. If it's really compared to nega, then all aspects of mo- the monetary case should be done during the day. So really, nobody holds we compare din to nega. Here's a machloikis. Mar savar chalitza tchilas din. Really, it has nothing to do with comparing din to nega. Din is not like nega. Revoice is not like nega. And there's some separate reason why you could start monetary cases only during the day, but you can't. But you can't. But you could finish them at night. The question is, what is chalitza? Is chalitza like the end of the case, or is chalitza like the beginning of a case? If it's like the beginning of the case, you got to do it during the day. If it's like the end of the case, you could do it at night. So mar savar chalitza kas chalas. In one man d'amr holds chalitza is like the beginning of a case. Damya umar savar chalitza kegmar din damya. And the other opinion holds chalitza is like the the end of the case. Now, why would it be? Like the beginning or the end, Rashi says that we learn out in the Sanhedrin that Tchilas Din is Biyam. Rashi says that because now that we're not comparing Dinim to Nega, so then why does any aspect of monetary law have to be dur- done during the day? The answer is because um, we learn it out from a, a separate source. It's learned out from a, a different source. Now, why would Chalitza be like? The beginning of a case, why would it be like the end of a case? What, what, what aspect of Chalitza is like the beginning, and what aspect of Chalitza is like the end? In other words, uh, 
uh, simply put, right, if I were to ask you, once you do chalitza, the woman could collect her debt. So if the woman could collect her debt, so then l'chayra, it's like the end of the case. I mean, she could collect. Why would anybody say it's like the beginning of a monetary case? I mean, chalitza... Chalitza really is the... would allow her to collect. Anybody have an idea? In other words, why would anybody argue and say that chalitza would be like the beginning of the case? Unless once the chalitza is done, now we could sort of look into... In other words, that's a prerequisite to even open up the issue about whether she's entitled to collect her ksuba. Yes, it's sort of the last ma'akev, but it doesn't, it doesn't mean she could collect on the spot. Now we're going to begin to look into whether she's eligible to collect her ksuba. Maybe there might be other uh, things she may have done wrong that would make her ineligible to collect her ksuba. Okay. Let us proceed. Rabba Barchia Ketosva. Rabba Barchia Ketosva. Avad Uvda Bemaik. He presided over Chalitza with a felt shoe. Uvi Yechidi. He did it on his own without any other judge. And Uvalaila, he did it at night. So he did three controversial things. Not bad for a rabbi. But he did three controversial things. Number one, he didn't use a leather shoe, Rashi points out. Number two, he did it on his own. And number three, he did the case at night. Amar Shmuel, Shmuel said, wow, well, look at this guy. Kama Rav Guvre, look how powerful he is. The Ovid Ki Chida, that he followed the opinion of one Tana who nobody else agrees with. Now this was not a compliment. Rashi says, Belushin Ganai Amra. He said this disparaging. Look at this guy. He basically follows one Tana who uh, we don't go like. Sigmar says, My Kasha, what exactly, what was problematic with what he did? E Mike, if it's a fact that he used a, a felt shoe, stomach, Tanya. That was taught Stam. We learned in a Bryce earlier, Kavbezam and Bez, that Mike, is a good shoe for chalitza. So it's not like he's following one individual tana. We have a stam b'risa like that. That means that's a normative view regarding chalitza. Elila, if it's the fact that he did it at night, stama tanya. Our Mishnah says, chalitza b'layla, it's kosher, and that, who, which tana says that? It was learned stam. It was learned unattributed. That means that's a normative view. Elamai, the question is, how can he adjudicate on his own? How could he adjudicate on his own? Why? Because doing it on your own is, was only taught by one Tana. The Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah, if you did Chalis in front of two Abish if one of the Dayanim was a relative, a puzzle, the Chalitza is puzzle. 
So normative view is you need three valid dayanim. And we have a few individual tanam who say you don't. Reb Shimon, Reb Yochanan, Asandler, Machshirin. Reb Shimon and Reb Yochanan, Asandler, they are Machshir. And there's a story about a guy, Shechalatz, Beino Lebeino, he did Chalitz on his own, the Beis HaAsurim, the story came from Rabbi Akiva, and Rabbi Akiva was Machshir. So we see that it's a, uh, a individual Tano's view that you could do Chalitz on your own. But it's not normative view, so that must have been the problem. Now, the Allah is not like that partnership of Rab Shimon Rabbi Yochanan Sandler who say you don't need a Bezdin for Chalitza. So that's what Shmuel meant. Well, well, look at this guy. He's acting in accordance with one Tana regarding what, what issue? Regarding the issue of. Um, at, of doing chalitz in front of one judge. Says the Gemara, or if you want you could say, Actually, everything Rabbi Archiel Kosva did was taught only by one Tana. Why? The Tana you learned in a Braisa. Amar Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yossi, Ani Ra'isi, S, Rabbi Shmuel ben Alisha, I saw Rabbi Shmuel ben Alisha, he was chalatz, the mic, he used the felt shoe, biyachidi, he did it on his own, uvalayla, and he did it at night. So that means everything Rabbi Barchia did was in accordance with only one Tana, namely Rabbi Shmuel ben Alisha. The question is, what do you mean? But the, the our Mishnah taught Stama that Chalitz is good at night, and there's a Braisa that said Stama that Chalitz with mic is good. So what, is, what does it mean? It's going like one Tana. We already learned regarding two of these halachas that they were taught stama. Okay, we have to look into that further. Now we're talking about a left shoe. We're learning in Mishnabura, right? What shoe do you tie first? You put on your right shoe, you put on your left shoe, you tie your left shoe, then you tie your right shoe. What about a lefty? A lefty ties his right shoe first. What about a woman? A woman ties her right shoe first. You know? Very interesting halacha. Women are, uh, we disc- they're discriminated against when it comes to tying shoes because they don't put on tefillin. What about a woman who puts on tefillin? Let's say a woman says, I'm not going to follow the shoe. Does she tie her shoes differently? It's a big shayla, right? But anyway, weiter um, in the Mishnah. The Mishnah brought a regarding the left shoe for chalitza. Tanakama says chalitza psula. Rebbe Lazar says it's kosher. The small chalitza sa. Psula. My time in the Rabbanon. Why do the Rabbanon say that the Chalitz is Pasal? Amar Ula, Yafinon, Regel, Regel, Mi Metzairah. We learn out, it says Regel by Chalitz. It says Regel by Metzairah. Ma Lahalon Diyamin. Just like by, just like by Metzairah, it's the right foot. Afkan Diyamin by Chalitz has to be the right foot. And that's why the Tanakam, the Rabbanon say, Bismal Chalitz Psula. Verbi Lazar, Reb Lazar, Yalif Regel, Regel. He doesn't make that limit of chalitza from Metzairah. I, Vatanya, but we know Rabbi Lazar does learn out from Metzairah regarding the right um, 
ear, Rabbi Lezer, I remember nine Luritsia Shiba Isen Haimanis. How do you know you drill a hole in the right ear? Nemar Khan Oizen, it says by the Evid Ivri Oizen, Nemar Lan Oizen, it says by Msar Oizen, Malalan Yumin, Afkan Yumin. So apparently, if you're going to darshan oizen oizen from Mitzayra, then the Gemara feels you should darshan regel regel from Mitzayra. I mean, do we learn out right organs from the Mitzayra? Do we not learn out right organs from the Mitzayra? Revelaz apparently holds we're going to learn out the Yavid Ivri uses the right uh, ear from the Mitzayra, so we should learn out from the Mitzayra that Chalitza should be with the right foot. Oh, for this reason, we've got to flip it around. It's Rabbi Lezer who says, because Rabbi Lezer is, uh, learns out from Mitzorah. And it's the Rabbanon who say, it's kosher. Rav Amar says, You don't have to flip around the shitas. Oizen, oizen, mufni, rego, rego, loy, mufni. Ear, ear, it's extra. Rashi says, ear, ear is extra. By Mitzoyra, it's extra. By the Evadivri, it's extra. Because the, the Pasuk by Mitzoyra is by a Mitzoyra Ani. And it's completely extra because we already learned the ear by a, a Mitzoyra is not an Ani. And by but every already said oizen. So both of them are extra, so therefore we learn it out. Regel, regel, loy mufni. Regel, regel is not extra on both sides. It's only extra on one side. By Mitzoyra it's extra, but by Chalitza it's not. And, and Rebbe Lezer holds that since it's not extra, uh, if there's a pircha, you'll ask a pircha. Says Gemara, v'chiloi mufni my percha ika. If it's not extra, so okay. So the the Rebbe Lezer holds we're going to darshan oizen oizen, but we're not going to darshan regel regel because we're not going to darshan regel regel because you could ask a percha. So the Gemara says, v'chiloi mufni my percha ika. Okay, there's no, it's not extra. Meaning Rabbi Lezer holds, Rabbi Lezer is machsher. That means Rabbi Lezer holds that it's good enough, it's good even if you don't use the left shoe. Why? Because we don't learn it out. Why don't we learn it out? Because there must be a pircha. So the Rabbanon apparently don't ask the pircha. Says Gemara, v'chiloi mufni my percha ika. What percha is there that in Rebbe Lezer we're not going to learn it out? Says Gemara, ika lemifrach malam etzayra shekain ton eitz eras ve'ezav v'shni soylas. You can't learn out from etzayra that if by etzayra you need to do, use the right foot, then by chalitza you should have to use the right foot because by etzayra there are all kinds of requirements uh, by etzayra. You got to use the cedar wood and the hyssop and the scarlet thread. And because there are other requirements, therefore, maybe you also require to use the right foot. But by chalitza, we don't have these other requirements. Now, what do the Rabbanon say? The Rabbanon say, well, those other requirements are, uh, have nothing to do with chalitza. Why would you need to use those things by chalitza? So that's not a valid percha. 
Uh, let's start the Mishnah. One more minute. Chultza Virakaka. Let's say she removed his shoe and she spit. Avaloi Kara, she didn't read the Psukim. It's not Ma'akim. Chalitzasuk Shera. Kara Virakaka. She read the Psukim. She spit. Avaloi Chultza, she didn't remove the shoe. Chalitzasuk Psula, it's a Pasa Chalitza. The Yikar is removing the shoe. Chultza, if she moved the shoe, Vikara, and she read. Avaloi Rakaka, she didn't spit. Reb Lezer Amr Chalitza Subsur, Reb is not good. If you don't spit, it doesn't work. Reb Kiva Amr Chalitza Subshera, Reb Kiva says it is a good Chalitza. Okay, we'll review that part of the Mishnah Bezashem uh, tomorrow. Thanks everyone for joining, and have a wonderful night. Thank you so much everyone. Kol Tov. Isis on E-Mike, you know, says it's, uh, it's our Mishnah would only need to be other. And so it's not a stomach. Oh, and therefore he's not supported by Islam Mishnah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, very good, thank you. Okay, call to everyone, have a good night. Good night, Rabbi Michael. Good night, Dr. Phil. Good night, Rabbi Isaac. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.